God bless you. Praise the Lord. Our Father, we, you have shown us mercy to be experiencing this life in the Son of God. You gave us the heart to believe, transformed us from wickedness into your light. Your mercy has found us. We rejoice in this. We ask that tonight you will visit us again. You will speak to us that when we have left this place, our lives will carry the victory in living for you in our thoughts. Thank you that you are the one who teaches us your truth. Oh, thank you for your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank God for every one of you tonight. We are grateful again to be gathered unto the Lord who has shown us mercy. Everything that a man can do, as long as it had to do with God, simply shows that God has shown that person mercy. There's nothing we can do from within ourselves by our own ability that we can take credit for. It is God who shows us mercy. Amen. Thank you once again, sister, for the beautiful song. Tonight we are considering, as we have already been told by our dear elder, and dear Irene, living in victory of your thoughts. And let me rather put it this way that, how do I live in victory in my thoughts? How do I do it? The doing of that is very critical for us. Because yesterday we saw clearly the many things and the many places that affect us and brings us evil thought, uh, thought and, and, and wrong thinking. And so now how do I stay focused consistently to have this victory? How do I do it? And that's what we want to do. And that, like I said yesterday, brethren, the truth is that as long as you are living as a human being, thoughts will never leave you. You have to think. In fact, even as you are listening to the word of God, the thoughts are rolling. Hallelujah. So it is part of the living that we ought to be thinking. But as a child of God, how do I think consistently in a manner that is worthy, in a manner that is pure, in a manner that is right. That's what we want to consider tonight. But I first want to quickly read a scripture that we read yesterday. But this time, I take only one verse. That's Romans chapter 8, verse number 9. I just want us to see our position. Romans chapter 8, verse number 9. It says that, but you are not in the flesh. Shout a big amen. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Very emphatic statement. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, 
He is not his. Amen. I want us to establish this. Jesus has made us become his own. He paid the price. Do you realize that even that, Satan tries to tell you in your mind that you are not good enough. Even that, he wants to paint a picture to you because he wants you to roll. But I am thankful to God by his word that says to you and I tonight, but you are not of the flesh. We know from last night and from different times that the old nature that we inherited from Satan has a very strong dominant over the mind of a person. It, it detects. It's, it, it, if, if you are, I mean, of course, even at that time without Christ, for there's a scripture, help me, Lord. At that time without Christ, you are under the influence and the elements of the world. Can you look for that? Ephesians chapter 2. Let's start from verse 1. Let me check if that's what I'm looking for. Ah, praise And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and in sins. Continue for me, sister. In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Praise the Lord. I want you to really rejoice in this by shouting hallelujah. Verse 3. Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And of the mind. And of the thoughts. And were by nature the children of wrath, just as the others. Hallelujah. I just thank God for the Holy Spirit. Brethren, when we did not have Christ, this was our state. And so, there were certain influences that will detect to the mind, the cause of our, of our living. And the truth is that we had no power to resist that. But I thank my God that we are not in the flesh anymore. Because when Jesus saved us, he terminated that ability in the verse 2. Stay on the verse 2. I think that's where I, I saw what I wanted to say. In which once walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. Now when the Bible talks about the prince of the power of the air. You already, it's very clear to you that he is an influence in the atmosphere. 
He influences your thoughts. You remember yesterday I said that he speaks. Satan actually also speaks. Unfortunately for many believers, when Satan speaks, they are not able to notice that this is the voice of Satan. And they take it as, it is coming from me. That is why, most of the time, we fall. Do you remember? I said it yesterday, but I thank God for the Holy Spirit bringing this up. Do you remember that Peter, Jesus had asked, what do people say I am and all of that? And Peter had come out with an excellent question finally when he said that, what about you? What do you say? And Peter had come up to say, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus commended him and said that this answer that you gave actually is not from you. Praise the Lord. The answer that you gave is not from you. It's from the Father. Now, in that same chapter, it was not too long when Jesus began to tell the reason of his presence in the world and his mission. And Peter took him aside and rebuked him. And then in the course of the rebuke, when Jesus had to now rebuke that influence, you also remember what the Bible said. Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. He didn't say, Peter, hallelujah. So we see that from that moment, Satan had, the prince of the power of the air, has gotten hold of the mind of Peter. And was now dictating what Peter should do. Now when Jesus had said, get thee behind me, Satan, the next thing that he said to Peter as a person is that, you don't have the mind of God. Praise the Lord. So, brethren, let's catch this. There are different things that come to us. Sometimes, Satan hides behind and makes you feel as if you are the one presenting the matter. Praise the Lord. So, we now have to learn to be very sharp in our spirits. That when a thought comes to us, don't quickly assent to, don't quickly agree to how to overcome the evil thoughts and to live in victory is no matter what thought comes to you. First of all, you just have to analyze and find out where it's coming from. Hallelujah. When you start practicing this, very soon you'll be able to differentiate the voice of the flesh, the voice of Satan, and much more, the voice of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. You remember yesterday also that I said that the mind actually is the field that anyone can assess. The prince of the power of the air can assess, but also the Holy Spirit can assess. And so, now we want to be very clear on this matter that 
It is very clear. And don't be an unbeliever. Shout a big amen. When I say don't be an unbeliever, brother, don't think that you are such a master that as for you, nothing will come to you. When it comes, when Satan is even coming to suggest something, he will not give you the... The, 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 the news ahead that I will be coming. He will not. He will not. He, will give, he won't give you notice that I will be coming to give you information. A situation can rise up quickly and then all of a sudden he will just throw in something that this is how you ought to react about this matter. So, alertness in the spirit, brother, is very crucial. Otherwise, sometimes we'll find ourselves doing some things that if God helps us and comes around, we can sit down and say to ourselves, Ah, into me away. Ah, into is is this me? Is this really me who said that and did that? Several times I've been caught in that. Ah, is that you who really said this? And whenever I have such a witness by the Holy Ghost, it's as if the earth should open. And then you just vermouth. Because you, you, the, the voice of the Holy Spirit becomes so heavy. And so a child of God, I want us to know. Let's now stay alert. So that we will live in this victory. And very soon we will touch on that matter. But know who you are. You are a child of God. Praise the Lord. Let's move away from this place and go. This one, the Holy Ghost just dropped it just to help the foundation of what we, where we want to go. Let's go back to where we were um, in, in, in Rome, is it Romans 8 verse 9. So that we will accept who we are. Romans 8 verse 9. Romans 8 verse 9, not 8. But you are not of the flesh. Shout a big amen. Mama, you are not on the flesh anymore. You are of the spirit. You know, we have to accept these things. Satan doesn't want you to accept that you are a new creation. You are of the spirit. You can hear the voice of God. The word of God can make impact on you. No, he doesn't want that. But we have to accept that we have been given with the privilege to hear. No wonder Jesus said to him, Blessed are you who hear these things. For men desire to hear them, but it was not given to them. But I thank God it has been given to us. Amen? Now, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. I am very happy. You see, we should not doubt at all that we have the Holy Spirit who will speak to us. Praise the Lord. We must crush that unbelief state that makes you think or talk like, I'm not sure what to do. If you are not sure, start practicing, Lord, how do I go about this? And say, Lord, if you are not speaking, I am not moving. God is much more eager to speak than you think. Amen. Now, to live in victory, one of the first things 
you have to start doing and be committed to doing it is in Isaiah chapter 26, verse number 3, I think. Isaiah, listen to this. You will keep him in perfect peace. Is God. God will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Hallelujah. Two things have been mentioned here. Your spirit is trusting God and your mind is filled with the Lord. Two things. Can you go to NLT? Your spirit is trusting God because we trust God with our heart. Amen? And confession is made. Okay, let's just stay here on this. You will keep him in perfect peace. All who trust in you. All whose thoughts are fixed on you. Hallelujah. Child of God, be happy. God is making a way for victory. God is telling us how we can live victoriously every time. And he has given us a very simple way to do it. First of all, just believe God. Whoever comes to God should know that he is. For me, the simple understanding I've gotten about that scripture is that God is already there. And I, 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 I know you are listening to me. I know you can hear me. So whoever comes to God should know that he is. And he is the rewarder of those who seek him. And so, I believe you that you are there. And I believe that you are hearing me. And I believe that you would do it to please yourself. You, you build those things in your life. And now, you now, the Bible also says that be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind. I think yesterday we stepped there a bit in Ephesians chapter 4 verse number 23. We, stayed, we, 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 we stepped into that. What we need to do is that because our minds, are you listening to me? Our minds are not born again. Hello? Our, our minds are not born again. Our minds have been crooked. At the time that Satan was there, he jammed it. That's why you see a reflex of those things. From time to time, it's not something that you really want to do. But if you are not very careful, something can happen. And if you are not careful... It's a reflex action. You start doing what you don't want to do just because we have been taught before and we have been trained by Satan. But at this stage, we are keeping our minds focused on the Lord to the extent that even if anything came up, we will just slow, be slow to speak and quick to hear. Hallelujah. We would rather take our time and say, Lord, what are you saying about this? We will not react. And you know, this scripture is one of the things that will help us to stay on course. Be slow to hear 
And don't be quick to react. Ah! If you start those things, you would goof big time. Take your time in everything. Mm. Is that what he's saying? And then, but Lord, you know, he doesn't know. Lord, what do you say about this? Lord, this reaction that I'm getting from my brother, this reaction that I'm getting from my sister, this reaction that I'm getting from this person, or on my, my boss, or this, how do I go about it? He will warm your heart, and he will speak to you. You know, by God's grace, I've had a lot of times such things such as, Speak not. Even Jesus, when he was brought before his hearers, he opened not his mouth. As soon as I perceived those things in my spirit, I don't know anything. So I want us to know that we can have victory when we slow down to find out whatever thought that has come to us in the moment, where it's coming from. And then you have the right to say, Get out. Get thee behind me. Amen. So then. Ah, thank you. Very good word. It's good. Let every man be swift. In other words, be quick to hear, but slow to wrath. Hallelujah. Another way of staying victorious in your mind is that you do not execute every thought that comes to you. Shout a big amen. You don't just get up and react. You just simply, you know, you don't do it. Don't do it. But the focus now is on the NLT of Isaiah 26, 13, uh, verse 3. That's where we, we, we are... Stay on. How now do I keep focusing, fix, you know, I like all whose thoughts are fixed on you. What is the scripture trying to say? Do you have a message in that message? Give me that. I haven't read it, but I know it will say something. People with their minds set on you, you keep completely whole, steady on their feet because they keep at it and don't quit. Amen. Wow. Can we all speak it together? One, two. People with their minds set on you, you keep completely whole, Steady on their feet because they keep at it and don't quit. I love this translation. Brother, listen, the license and the revelation has come. If we focus from morning, the word of God we read and meditate on it. What was going to happen to us is that we will have our minds completely fixed on the Lord. And we will be very steady. We will not easily fall. The reason is because we have made God, our word, the word of God saturated our minds. 
Now I see, I don't know about you, but honestly speaking, when I don't have time for the word of God, when I have become too busy, when I, I have been too involved, not communicating with God by way of prayer, study the word of God, and then you become too anxious about things, giving to different things, I don't know about you, but it destabilizes me. I mean, it destabilizes me. And if you are not very careful, you will start reacting to everything. But when you keep God filled in your mind and stay focused, the truth is that Life becomes very easy. In fact, even when it is the devil who is suggesting something to you, you catch it very, very fast. And so tonight, please, God is encouraging us to have this victory in our minds. And the victory is attainable by retaining the Lord as our focus. Whose mind is stayed on you. Whose heart trusts you. That person will not fall. So let's have the habit of practicing this. Put into practice. Put into practice. You can sometimes be walking or driving. Praise the Lord. Lord, I just thank you. You are there. You are. You know, when you start talking like that. When you start in your, in your heart and in your mind, Lord, I thank you that you are with me here. Lord, I thank you. In fact, to the extent that when you even have to talk to somebody, or somebody is saying something to you and you are not very sure, but a person probably needs you to say a word, even as you are listening to that person, when you get to saying things like this in your heart, Lord, what would you have me to tell sister? Lord, it appears she wants an answer. How do I go about it? And yet the person will be narrating her matter to you. When you start practicing those things, brother, you will get accurate answers because then God knows that. You want to hear from him. If you ignore God, I think it was prophet Samuel. He says if you reject him, he will also reject you. But if you stay, you get connected to him, he will also get connected to you. Hallelujah. So this is how we become victorious in our minds. Retain God in your mind. Don't let... Anything cause you to to be frightened or to shift your focus from him. Ah, he, God is so clear. I'm just excited about this. People with their mindset on you. People with their mindset on you. You, God... Keep completely whole. Steady on their feet. 
That means you won't, you won't slip. You will not fall easily. Temptation cannot easily carry you. Because they keep at it and don't quit. In other words, they continue at it. Amen. Are we going somewhere, brethren? We must have this victory. If we allow God to have this free course, we will do great. Amen. The next step we want to talk about to give us victory in our minds. You see, I'm emphasizing the fact of who you are. And I pray that you would allow God to let you know that you are his child. His spirit is in you. He speaks to you, you would hear. And you are willing to obey whatever he tells you to do. When you have such a posture, life becomes very easy. And then you would have victory in your mind. Absolutely victory in your mind. One next thing that I want us to take note of is from 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 from verse number 12 all the way to 16. The Bible says, Now we have received. Shout, I have received. One more time. You see, let's believe this. I have it. It's not now going to be given. I have received. He says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. Amen. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. We have received. We have the ability to receive things that God can say to us. Amen. I want you to believe this. You have the ability to receive things that God freely gives. You know, one of the interesting things that I have found, whenever I have to plan program for the quarter by way of teaching, it's, it, it becomes like pregnancy. In the sense, I don't know how your pregnancy looks, but that, the way I feel, I think it's like that. <laughs> I know you will not believe me properly, but uh, <laughs> okay, my type of pregnancy is like this. <laughs> I am I'm reminded we need a new top we need uh, the, 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 the the midweeks schedule is finishing. The office will hint me about three weeks to the time. <laughs> and then I'm going about, Lord, I just want to be practical. I want to show you what I do, Lord. This time, what would you have us to talk about? What would you have us to know? I can do that for weeks as I'm going up and down. I'm asking, Lord, 
And so you will see that I'm saying this because there are days saying certain subjects are treated here and it coincides with the situation as if God was just giving the answer. But because he knew the future, he dropped the subject now. And by the time we get to treating it, it would have coincided with the situation. So you ask yourself, how was it? Several times, I mean, I've heard Reverend Bimpon say that, ah, this was just a subject he would preach on it. This was just a timely subject. When Reverend Hassan was here, he would also from time to time say that this is just, how did we come by that? It is because, Lord, I want to be pregnant. I want to be pregnant and bring forth. I want to perceive what God will give. I just don't get up and start. I mean, how am I going to do it? I must. Sometimes I will sit in my desk and such praying, 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 praying. Then all of a sudden I will pick pain. Pa, 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 pa. This is the subject. Pa, 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 pa. This is the subject. Pa, 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 pa. By the time I discover I have written about ten different things that can be treated. As to how, I only know that it was the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, I, I just wanted you to see how it works with me. And so now, this is the basis I have to acknowledge that I have received help from the Holy Spirit. Now we have received not the spirit of the world because the things that I planned had nothing to do with the world. So we have not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. That we might know the things that had been freely given to us by God. That's how we are able to plan. Amen. I'll show you something. This convention that we had. At our meetings. And the question was thrown. Hey, are we going to have a convention? And I sat quietly. I said, Lord, how are we going? As soon as I heard it. And then my mind started going round. In all honesty too, I'll tell you. I am very careful who I invite. Actually, it is one of my biggest challenge. So, convention. Who is coming to preach to us? Because I just, the fact that people hold mic and have advertisement doesn't mean they can just come and talk. Because where's our spirits? So if they come and pour wrong spirit, hey, chineke, it will be tough. So then I go about. Then the following month, when we had our meeting, it comes again, hey, are we going to have convention? I couldn't say yes or no. The reason was that I desire to, for us to have a convention. But who? So then I start, Lord, Lord, Please give me somebody. I mean, there are many people, when I call them, they will come. But Lord, I was in my spirit not certain. 
Until the last time, hey, are we not going to have convention? I said, yeah, we shall have convention. And then all of a sudden, as soon as I said that, by faith, then the Lord said to me, contact your brother, Dave. He can do it for you. This is, I just want to show you how things go. And then I just call. But when the two of them came, I actually even said, because there's Dave, um, there's an apostle, Oware, and then we have Reverend Ediadi. This is, is a group I have fallen into. We have, we preach together at some places. And so I said to Dave, oh, you can come and every, come with all of our team, let them. Somehow, Dave came back and said, the time is just too small. I think the two of us can do. As soon as he said that I had a witness in my spirit that this is the direction God will have us to go. Praise the Lord. And that's how we have it. Now, I just wanted to use this as a practical way. How we can hear from God and how we can be directed. And when they came and we had a convention, in all honesty... For me, I believe with all my heart that God sent them. Amen. I believe you too, you do. God richly bless you. So now, we have received. Listen, sister, there's a spirit within you. His name is the Holy Spirit. Amen. He's very eager. So if we focus to hear from him, we will hear from him. If we take him for granted, we will, be di- we will also be re- disregarded. That's the thing with the walk with God. When you take God serious, that you want to hear from him, he shows up. When you take him for granted, he also disregards you. Everybody must have this. That is why the scripture is so clear that those whose mind stay on you will be stable. Amen. Let me continue to read. These things, let me start again from 12, because um, it will make, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things also, these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Let me hold it for a second. When the Holy Spirit speaks something to you, Jesus says, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. For you to be very certain is coming from the Holy Spirit, there is always a link with the Word of God. Amen. That's why the scripture says that. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. The Word of God will prove to you that this is the direction. When you get a bit used to it, it I mean, or when you, God helps you when you grow into it in grace, it becomes very, very sharp. Every time... Something happens, and then the word of God will drop into your spirit. Which action you should take. Anytime you want to make a decision, the word of God will drop. The Holy Spirit will pick it up, and he will drop it. Anytime. That means that you are growing in grace, and now your mind is stayed on God. That's why, you see, 
a child, the truth is that if we become very committed, we cannot fall. Amen. If we become very committed, we will not fall. Because the Spirit of the Lord would always, would always drop a word. And we will be able to compare. Is this really from the Lord? Because there will be a backing by the word of the Lord. Amen. 14. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. Now, this is very, very important. Listen, if we don't become spiritual, the things of God are very difficult to perceive. When we become spiritual, spiritually minded, renewed by the word of God. What does it mean? Spiritually minded. Be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind. When the word of God had gone deep into you, it's always very easy to perceive what the spirit of God is saying. But the natural man, and, and, and the natural man, the natural man, the ordinary man. Let me put it this way. The ordinary man. He doesn't accept the word of God. The ordinary man, when somebody had done something to him, what he knows is that an eye for an eye and two for two, isn't it? That is the ordinary man's way of doing things. But the spirit man, when somebody does something, before he even reacts, there's a drop of the word of God. Is it really necessary? Pray for him. The natural man, if he hears a voice like this, is it really necessary to pray for him? He will say, this is not prayer. Car, car, there's a gun with. I'm trying to. Car, something, something. Me too, I will. It's not coming. My gun, where are you? See, you, you react. The natural man has... The natural man reacts according to his naturality. He will just give it to you just as you gave it to him. That's why the truth is that even pastors, even we, if you go in the natural, hey, you can be dangerous. You can be dangerous. Your reaction will be fantabulous. So we need to become very careful. Because the Holy Spirit can speak something. You say, Holy Spirit, not at this time. You let me put it aside. Let me deal with this person to let him know that me too, I did. It doesn't help. Hallelujah. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit. The thing is that they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually descent. What does that mean? You pick it up from your spirit. You pick the word of God by, you, by your spirit. You hear it, it from your inner man. That this is the way you go. Don't go the way of naturality. Don't pay him the same way. Sometimes the word of God can be very strong. When you want to pay people for what they have done, sometimes the Spirit of the Lord will rise up the Word of God, Vengeance is mine, and I will repay. You hear something like that, and immediately you quit. Amen. So, brethren, for us to live victoriously, we must know the Word of God. 
then we'll be able to compare when the Spirit of the Lord speaks, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, and then we'll be able to do it. But that is possible when we have our minds stay on the Lord. Amen. But the natural man, let me, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. I mean, the natural man will not accept that this is how you should go about it. Don't pay evil for evil. Then the spiritual man will hear a word like that, and, the, and then he will get along. The natural man will hear and say, no, no, no. He will think that I'm a fool. If I don't do it, he would think that I'm a fool. That's how the natural man thinks. I must show to him that I am the man in the house. I must show to him that she's my wife and she must be subjected to me. That's how the natural man thinks. But the spiritual man, it's one of those. Love her anyway. Oh, it's nice to live in the spirit. Amen. Because they are spiritually descent. Give it to me in NLT, please. Let me take that portion. No, is that? Ah, those who are, spiritu- who are spiritual can evaluate all things. No, 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 I think it's the best 14. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive the things, uh, can't receive these truths from, the spirit, from God's spirit. It all sounds foolish to them and they cannot understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand the spirit, uh, can understand what the spirit means. Only those who are spiritual can understand what the spirit means. Give it to me in the same way in message. The unspiritual self just as it is by nature, can't receive the gifts of God's Spirit. There is no capacity. Kai! There is no capacity for them. They seem like so much sillyness. Spiritual can be known only by Spirit. Hello? I love that. Spiritual can be known only by, there is no any other way for anybody to receive from God except the person becomes spiritual. Praise the Lord. God's spirits and our spirits in open communion. Praise the Lord. God's spirit and my spirit in open communion. Oh, this is beautiful. God's spirit and my spirit in open communion. You know, when you become somebody who prays in the Holy Spirit and you build up, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, when you, when you, you see, when you are a praying person, something happens to your spirit. Your spirit enlarges. Your spirit opens. And when God speaks, you hear. You hear very fast. If you are not a praying person, it becomes very difficult 
it becomes very difficult. I will be honest with you. When God says, don't go, if you are not careful, you will hear it as attended. One day, Jesus demonstrated something that was fantastic. He was with the people. And God spoke to him. For some people, they heard it like a prophet has spoken, but they didn't know the word. For some people, it was like it has tended from heaven. But Jesus made a remarkable statement. He said, this voice came not because of me, but because of you. Now, if a voice can come to a person because of you and you don't know it, how pitiful it is. It's like my granny, the little daughter, she loves me so much, no matter who she is with. When she sees me, then she starts doing this because I pamper her small. Now, I notice that when she comes, she puts her arms around. She just wants to express love. Then I pick her up and I can speak. I will speak to her. But I, I observe that when I speak to her, she's just looking at me. She's looking at me and I'm, I'm like, oh God. She, she wishes she understands what I'm communicating. But it's not. But let countryman, Asampa come. Let her sister come. Quickly. Can you go and fetch water from that side for me? They will run. And they are even excited because grandpa is asking for water and I can go and fetch. Of course, Asampa must be careful with my glass. But for Phoebe, quickly. Now, brethren, why is this so? Because she has grown to understand my language. Erajua is also a human being. She has started walking. But I can say, Erajua, go and fetch me water. Oh, it won't fly. I saw something some few months ago. It was so beautiful. I think they went to the stadium and everybody else brought their children, the crowing children. And the parents were lining up. It was on the WhatsApp. So every parent was saying to their child, come. They will crow, they will get to the middle, then they start returning. (laughs) They will crow, they will get to the middle, and they will start returning. And some of the parents were so anxious. But it taught me a lesson. If a child of God does not hear the voice of God, he will go out and he will return. Tonight may the veil be removed in the name of Jesus. Brethren, when we hear the voice of God, it's so sweet. When we hear the voice of God, it's so fantastic. Ah, I don't know how to... When you become very confident that this is what God has said, and everybody else says, oh, do you think it's a good idea? You don't bother at all. And so, let's train ourselves. Focus on the Lord. That's one of Isaiah 26, 13. Memorize that. Get it into your spirit. And every day, fill the Lord with your mind. When he speaks, 
you will by all means hear. Hallelujah. Let's go to the 15. Spiritually, okay, thank you. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet himself is rightly judged by no one. You see, when the Spirit of God leads you, and you, are, you know is the Spirit of God, you cannot make a mistake. Everybody else can misunderstand you. But, you see, because the Holy Spirit doesn't make mistakes, neither is, I'm not too sure. No, no, no. The Holy Spirit is precise. So, if we grow in this matter of living victoriously in our minds, we are going to be experiencing the hand of God in a tremendous manner. We're going to be enjoying our walk with the Lord. And so tonight, I just want us to know that there is hope. Let's climb. Let's continue to climb. We are children of God. He speaks to us. Just know that God speaks. And now, give yourself to this situation where you can have God speak to you clearly. If you are not sure, add fasting to it. Silence your natural self and allow God to be able to be very clear to you. Amen. Have we understood so far how we can stay victoriously as we come to a close? Let me just give us this important message. Proverbs 12.5 Proverbs 12.5 The book of Proverbs chapter 12 verse number 5 The thoughts of the righteous are right. Shout a big amen. (laughs) The thoughts of the righteous are what? No, No, I didn't hear you. The thoughts of the righteous are what? What do you understand about that? A righteous man doesn't give in to things that are not correct. So simple. Anything that will not let God be glorified, he doesn't give in. The thoughts of the righteous are right. And I want to buttress it as we come to a close with Philippians chapter 4, verse number 8. We don't have time, so let me just combine these two scriptures. Philippians 4, remember this, the thoughts of the righteous are right. The thoughts of the righteous are right. Now, Philippians chapter 4, verse it says, Finally, brethren, whatever things that are true, whatever things that are noble, whatever things that are just, whatever things that are pure, whatever things that are lovely, Whatever things that are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give it to me and I'll read it in the NLT. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true honorable and honorable 
and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Praise the Lord. Finally, in the same message. I don't know, tonight when you go, please go and meditate on this. Summing it all up, friends, I did say you will do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the words. The beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Ah, Ramahada. Brother, from tonight, don't give your mind to anything. When brethren come and gossip to you, don't give your mind to it. Hallelujah. Listen, many people, good people, have been destroyed simply because they gave in to somebody. Hey, as for these people, they are like this. And then it sows a seed. Whenever anybody comes to say something, immediately shut your spirit. I will not hear this. It is not pure. It is not of good report. There's a scripture. Anybody who brings strife, be very careful with that individual. Who can say something about somebody to you, that will destroy you. Be very careful with that individual. Anything that doesn't have good report, please don't give place to it. Anything that is not righteous, you don't have time for it. Shut your spirit. You see, there are many good people who have been destroyed by that because they didn't know how to take their guards. But may the Lord help us. From now on, protect your spirit. And think about things that are praiseworthy, things that are pure, things that are right. Those are the things you must give in to. May the Lord bless us and keep these things strongly in our hearts. In Jesus' name, Amen.